Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number nine of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen, support, like, subscribe, share, at send questions, be uh, engaged and active on the social media uh, platforms. I am so, so very, very, very thankful and appreciative of that. All the support that I've gotten so far in this early, early stage of the pod. I really, truly appreciate it, and um, it just motivates me to keep coming in here every week and try to do the best that I can, man, really and truly. So I just always want to start with that thank you, because I really appreciate it. That was Pusha T, Come Back Baby, off the album Daytona, and I love Pusha T, man. I really, really love him. I think he's like, if hip-hop had like a Lex Luger, Brainiac like Riddler, just a hip hop's like super villain. Like that's how I look at Pusha T. Like he's just like a straight, straight up menace. Like he's just menacing in everything that he does, even the beats he picks. And I mean, I'm honestly low key only, I'm playing Pusha T because Drake finally released the pictures of his son. I don't know if you guys seen that on social media. He released the the, the baby pictures or just pictures of his son Adonis and we all know what happened with Drake and Pusha T in regards to his son so you know I I just I was being a little petty (laughs) I felt Pusha T was appropriate for that um and honestly guys I don't have any Drake uh commentary and as regards to his son his family I will never come on this platform and try to disrespect or say anything disparaging about a man and his family because I think that is very disrespectful all I will do is play you something in the beginning of the show before I even get into anything. Um, there's a clip on on social media that says this is going to be Drake's son um, in 20 years. And I'm just going to play the clip and then that one, we're going to get off of it. Yo, big up the youth them way out of Kingston. I wake up this morning and I see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you don't know. The soon far with a yard. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> that is <laughs> that's um tom hanks's son chet hanks who was like for some reason thought he needed to speak with a west indian accent like and so the they put the picture of drake's son and they said this is going to be him in 20 years basically his son going out talking with a bullshit ass west indian accent i thought that shit was hilarious and i just play it right now off the top i will not be speaking about drake and his family much love to them to the mom to him i'm sure they love their son and i have no business talking about their family so i'm off of that we are gonna have a great 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 pot today let's go so now we're gonna start with our my favorite 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 segment of the pod bronx facts 
for those people who do not know first time listening bronx facts is a thing i like to do at the beginning of each show just to give one fact about the bronx new york that people may not know or people had no idea of or anything just to show uh the different things about the bronx show how multifaceted, multi-layered the bronx is and basically just give more information to the general public who don't know much about it so the bronx fact for today is The Bronx is the third most densely populated county in the United States, even though 25% of its overall area is dedicated to parklands and open spaces. If the Bronx by itself were a city, it would be the ninth largest city in the U.S. of A. That is your Bronx fact for episode number nine. So, of course, our first topic is the most prevalent, the most dominant, the most uh, present uh, of our current situation right now. It is the coronavirus pandemic or as Jim Jones say, pandemic. Uh, I just want to give brief the latest on the news regarding the coronavirus. Um, First, I want to urge everyone to please stay safe, protected, protect your family, loved ones and friends. Um, Do what you can to prevent the spread of this virus. Practice your social distancing. Stay home if you can. Don't be afraid to offer a helping hand to maybe your neighbors or other people who need it. And we're going to get through this coronavirus together because we always do. I just want to reiterate that. I'm going to keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it because I truly believe it. We will get through this together because we always do. And, um... You know, I just I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it again because, you know, it's so present in the news. It is very depressing. I find myself very depressed as I look at coverage or I read articles and everything like that. So I really, really don't want to spend so much time on it. I'm going to give you guys the latest in the news regarding it. And I urge everyone um, to do their own independent research. Again, don't get your news from me. I am not CNN. I am not the Washington Post. I am not the New York Times. Please do your own independent research. Come to your own conclusions. Do not get your news from me. So here we go. The latest is uh, the CDC has been preparing to recommend that everyone wear face coverings in public, according to a federal official. Although President Trump said on Thursday that any guidance would be voluntary. He says, quote, if people want to wear them, They can, he said. Dr. Deborah Burks, who was leading the White House coronavirus response, reminded Americans that federal distancing guidelines were still the most important step to slow the spread of the coronavirus. This pandemic has sickened more than a million people across 171 countries, according to official counts. As of this morning, at least 52,000 people have died. United States hospitals are beginning to report a shortage of critical medications, especially those that ease the assault on the respiratory system. And the CIA has warned that China has vastly understated its infections and that its count cannot be relied upon for models in predicting the virus's course. After the initial impact on a few industries, the coronavirus pandemic is leaving a much broader swath of unemployment. In only two weeks, nearly 10 million Americans have lost their jobs, more than the worst month of the 2008 financial crisis. 
a monthly unemployment report or I'm sorry, a monthly employment report from the Labor Department today is expected to show a net loss in jobs for the first time in nearly 10 years. Again, guys, that is the latest in the coronavirus pandemic or as Jim Jones would say, pandemic. Um, really, I don't want to spend time like really dedicate a whole 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 bunch of time to the coronavirus it is the most prevalent it is the most present topic i understand but in cases like this i want to try my best to have this pod be a small break from the uncertainty the fear the uh um the worry um, and just the overall panic of the coronavirus. Like I, the last thing I want is for people to listen to this and feel panicked and feel more afraid or more worried than they already are. I want, I really, really want you guys to like, just be able to smile for this brief time that we have together. Um, I understand how important that is just something to be able to brighten your days for a small, small portion. I really don't, don't want to beat you guys over the head with the latest developments and you know just make a bad situation worse by my rhetoric so you know i'm off it again i encourage everyone to do their own independent research do not get your news from me i am not cnn i myself subscribe to the new york times the new york times is free if you do it from newyorktimes.com they give you daily updates and they uh, let you allow you to read articles i like the new york times but again Guys, please do your own independent research and I remind everyone again, please protect yourselves, protect your families, loved ones and friends. Um, please follow all the CDC guidelines, practice your social distancing, and um, we will get through this together because we always, always do. And that is all for the coronavirus for today. And before I actually know, before I actually get off of the corona, um, I also want to spend a special shout out and love to all the people who work in the categorized essential businesses. Um, major love, major respect and a special shout out to y'all for going out and busting y'all ass daily um, for providing your goods and your services to us in this trying, difficult time. I know you guys have been working your asses off man and it is i know how extremely difficult that could be so i want to just give you guys a little bit of love tell you guys that i appreciate the work that y'all do the time that you guys dedicate um at your places of work and the goods and services you guys offer it is not lost on me that you guys are really putting your asses on the line every 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 day and I really, truly appreciate you guys' work in this time. Again, we will get through this together, but y'all, man, y'all are real heroes for right now. The essential, essential workers, y'all, man, y'all are really doing it. And I really, truly appreciate it. Round of applause for the essential workers. Round of applause. So you guys can follow me and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Rogers Neighborhood. Instagram is R-O-D-G-E-R-S, Neighborhood, N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D. Twitter is Rogers Neighborhood, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, 
N G H B R H D. No vowels in neighborhood on Twitter. And I'm saying this and repeating it for the millionth time because I ask you guys weekly for questions on the social media platforms and you guys show up and show out each week. And I'm truly, truly appreciative for these questions. Um, so we're going to get into it. Um, we're going to start with the first one here. It says, would you rather get one real get out of jail free card? Or one key that could open any door. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to say a real get out of jail free card. Because let's just keep it a bean. I'm a black man in the Bronx in America. And I deal with these folks that they call 12 on a daily basis. And they will try and put my ass behind some walls for no goddamn reason and keep me there. So get out of jail free card. I feel like that's necessary. <laughs> that's necessary i think every person black in america should get one get out of jail free card just in case these motherfuckers try you you got your one get out so you know say get you can get yourself straight um the next one is what is one thing that people ask you all of the time two things two things for that the first one is when they see me write like when I'm writing something down, like if I'm signing my name on something or if I'm just writing something, people come up to me and say, oh, man, are you left handed? Well, well you, you see me writing with this hand. You see me writing with my left hand, like put two and two together. It's always four. Two and two is always four. If you see someone writing with their left hand, they're left handed. <laughs> come on, man. Let's get it together. And um, also, when I when people see me write my left hand, they always tell me about someone else that they know who's left handed. I mean, we are a fraternity. We are, you know, a brotherhood because it's only 10 percent of us. But I don't need to hear about your uncle who is also left handed. Like, I'm cool on that. Thanks. But I'm cool. Um, the next is, are you named Denzel after Denzel Washington? Again, two and two is always four. Like, yes, the answer is yes. My name is Denzel because of Denzel Washington, unequivocally, unequivocally. And my mama was in love with Denzel Washington, still is. She was watching them old ass movies like Glory, um, Philadelphia. That was a great movie, though. Uh, Ricochet, Malcolm X, uh, Mississippi Masala. Y'all don't even know about Mississippi Masala. Go watch that bullshit. <laughs> Mississippi Masala and Mighty Quinn when he had that bum ass West Indian accent like Chet Hanks. So yeah, man. Den she's a huge, huge Denzel Washington fan. And of course my name is Denzel because of it. So if you meet me and I introduce myself to you and I say hi, nice to meet you, I'm Denzel. Put two and two together. Don't ask me. Yes. Denzel like Denzel Washington. Yes, that's the answer. Um the next says is it difficult to consistently find topics to discuss with a lot of the things canceled due to the virus? It is. It, it honestly is. It's it's a little bit difficult, Um, like just when I want to talk about maybe some other things or look at some other things or deep dive into other shit. I mean, the world is still going on. Of course, the world don't stop. But in terms of this, like current events and shit like that, it's all virus, 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 virus. And it is it is um, it is difficult, but 
I look at it. I always I try to spin it positively. I look at it like the challenge, um, the challenge within the challenge of podcasting. Right. So the challenge of podcasting is obviously the recording, the editing, being interesting, writing shit down, getting all your ideas down, being coherent and try to be relatable to a lot of people. But then the challenge within that challenge is, okay. well, how do you like find things? How do you get angles? How do you talk about certain things and keep the same level of energy and motivation and um, and whatever other adjective you could think of toward the other topics when everything is Corona? I just look at it as a challenge like this is going to make me better. Right. When when. The topics aren't there just laid out for you and you can just pick from a thousand topics. Now you really have to go hard with the research. Now you really have to do some great writing, you know, so it's it, overall it is a it's kind of like a blessing, like because it's going to make me just a better version of myself in this lane, like because I have to work so hard to find things to talk about, you know, and find ways to spin and get different angles and maybe find this clip and that clip and make it all come together with there's not a lot of things out there i look at it like this is only going to make me better when others when the world finally gets off pause like i'm really gonna be like a more well-oiled machine if that makes sense like because it's so bare out there with everything being virus and i really don't want to talk about virus it's only going to make me better when things get back to normal because I found different ways to keep producing material through this time. Like, so um, I, I I try to spin it positively. I could have looked at it like, damn, all the thing is virus out here. I can't talk about shit, but I'm looking at it like, nah, this is going to help you. This is going to make you better because you really have to do work and find shit and, when everything gets back to normal, you're going to be ahead of the game because you already have figured out different ways to find things. And it makes you a better writer. It makes you a better researcher. Like, you know, that's that's how I'm looking at this virus. I'm going to try to spin it positively if I can. Like this shit is only going to make you better, Denzel. So do that work. Put the time in and you're going to be able to produce. Um, and last is. Last week, I asked the ladies of the show, why do y'all do that stupid leg thing, that leg arch thing in all of your pictures? Because I was thinking, like, why do you bitches want to look like bows, <laughs> like bow and arrow? Like, I could shoot a fucking arrow bullseye off your dumb ass leg. Why are you standing like that? But someone let the cat out of the bag because I honestly had no idea. A woman told me that the leg arch thing, when people, when the women pose like that with the hand on their hip, is to give the illusion of a bigger butt, which I did not know. I had no idea. So tighten up on Instagram because I know the truth now. I know the truth. So when I see the little models, the IG models, and y'all looking eye and y'all doing that leg thing, I'm zooming in. I'm zooming in. Best believe because I know the truth. Somebody done put me on game. Somebody done put me on game. And you trying to make your shit look more uh bodacious than it actually is all right i'm on to you now see one of the women didn't let the cat out of the bag you can't fool me now stand up straight god damn it stand up straight (laughs) 
Stand your stupid ass up straight. God damn it. Um, and thank you again, guys, for those questions. I really, really, truly appreciate them. Again, please feel free to send in the questions if you have them. Um, social media is the best way to get in contact with me. If you do send me a message, I will get back to you. I don't want anyone to feel like they're going to send me a message. I'm going to just leave you on scene. I will get back to you if I don't use your question for the one week, like for the week that you send it, I will use it or I will make sure that I acknowledge you and I will probably answer your question within the message. So that way, like you don't say, oh, I sent you the shit and you didn't even answer it. Like I, I want everyone to feel involved. I want everyone to be engaged. So uh, again, one, I appreciate all the questions that people send and I encourage more questions to be sent in um, if you feel so inclined. Again, no pressure. Um, if you, <laughs> if you haven't seen Mighty Quinn, watch it. You, we in these quarantine streets, watch it. It's like Denzel Washington's West Indian accent is so bullshit. <laughs> like it's going to make you laugh. It's a good way to waste some time. I recommend it. Watch, watch about that's Mighty Quinn. That shit is like, <laughs> that shit is really funny how bad his West Indian accent is. Um, and that's that on that. Again, thank you guys for the questions. Now, this is a story I found that is directed that is directly impacted by the coronavirus, um, but it's not in the way that you would think. This story is about Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, if you guys don't know, um, is the guy who played Hawkeye Clint in the Avengers movie franchise. Um, you know, he's the guy with the bow and the arrow, Clint. Um, the Hawkeye that that was the name of the movie he was also in like the Hurt Locker which was a war movie he was in the newer Mission Impossibles like Ghost Protocol and shit he was in the town the Ben Affleck movie about the bank robbers and shit like he's been in some shit he's been in some other movies too but news broke and uh, this is of course according to uh, messy ass TMZ this is according to them they be all up in motherfuckers businesses but um, this is news that is related with him in terms of the coronavirus. When um before I even read this, before um well no, not before, I'm sorry. When I first got on Twitter, and I I'm brand new to Twitter, I've been on Twitter since December of twenty nineteen. They would like they would show vi- there's video of Jeremy Renner in like a, a music studio singing, like doing a uh, uh, like a promo for his new album or something. Now I'm thinking to myself, either he is so fucking rich that he's just bored and he just wants to make music, or maybe he's not as rich as we think and this motherfucker got to make music to try to make ends meet, right? So that's just the preface. I would see this stupid video of him singing and I'd be like, damn, like, why is he doing that? So that's preface before I even read this article. But this is according to TMZ. It says, yes, Jeremy Renner has made bank as one of the Avengers, but the pandemic has left him short on funds, just like millions of unemployed Americans, according to him, Jeremy. Jeremy Renner filed documents Monday in Los Angeles asking a judge to show some mercy when it comes to how much he has to pay his ex, Sonny Pacheco, in child support. In the documents obtained by TMZ, he says his financial circumstances have dramatically changed in recent weeks. Jeremy says he knew 2020 would be a down year for him financially since his work in the Avengers films is done. 
but he says he did have some work lined up. Then the pandemic set in, and it is likely that most productions will not resume again till the end of the year. As such, the projects that he had previously lined up are canceled. He says he is paying about 30000 30000 a month tax-free for his daughter Ava's housing, food, transportation, and clothing. Jeremy has some issues, he claims, with how his ex is using the funds. Shit, I have some issues too. 30 goddamn thousand a month tax-free? Are you shitting me for one child? Are you fucking shitting me? He alleges she is using it as a quote-unquote slush fund to support her lifestyle and to wage child custody war against him in court. Sonny's, he's, his lawyer says, quote, Sonny's voracious appetite for Jeremy's money has no end in sight. While he doesn't ask for a specific number, Jeremy says he does believe Ava's reasonable needs come down to about 11000 per month. Now, I'm saying that to say, because I want to play this clip of him singing, $30,000 a month for one kid, bruh, that's fucking nuts. That's nuts. Now, again, Jeremy Renner is a very successful actor, and I'm sure he's made a whole lot of money. But in these times where you're not working, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to look and you got to fork up 30K per month. No tax. Whew. That's a different type of wealth. And that's a different type of payment right there. I, hey, I'm not here to talk about all that shit because I don't know about it. I ain't got no kids. But God damn, that's a lot. But I'm saying not to say. Maybe this is why I would see all of his music clips. He was probably trying to set us up so we could buy his bum ass album in the case where <laughs> he can't make no more money from films because his baby mama won 30K a month. I'm gonna play this clip though. This shit is crazy. This is Jeremy Renner singing. So if I'm predictable, I gotta tell you, never be the same. don't have a name. Get that, get that bullshit out of here. That bullshit. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? I I would see that clip on Twitter. Of course, people were making fun of it because it's really bad. Um, <laughs> and I would be like, why do people keep putting this? And why is he doing this? Yo, that shit is fucking trash, but now it all makes sense. Jeremy Renner was trying to get his music career popping because he knew one day he wouldn't be able to act. He knew the Avengers would end, and he knew his baby mama still want that 30K a month. So, hey, bro, I ain't mad at you, Jeremy. I ain't mad. Stream or download or purchase Jeremy Renner's album. Buy it, stream it, support it, because my man has to pay hella money in child support. And we all know child support is motherfucking crazy. Jeremy got to pay 30000 a month and can't act worth a damn right now. Support that man's album. That Dylon for the streets. That Dylon, 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 Dylon. Because it's hot fire. Hot fire. 
okay? Support Jeremy Renner because my boy is financially financially strapped right now, all right? In other news, uh, we have the 2020 Hall of Fame inductees headlined by Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, uh, Tamika Catchings. Um, just want to spend a little time on that. Um, uh, the NBA, uh, as opposed to ma- other major sports like uh, Major League Baseball and, and uh, the NFL, National Football League, the NBA really like appreciates its players. And what I mean by that is it's typical in football or in um, baseball for players Certain players know, but other players that it takes a long time for them to be recognized and become enshrined in their respective Hall of Fames. Um, Certain the way that the voting processes is in baseball and in football, it seems like there are maybe some personal vendettas against players. And in order for them to exact revenge, they keep them out of the Hall of Fame. Like, again, like Terrell Owens. We all know Terrell Owens, T.O., you had to wait years to get into the Hall of Fame just because people did not like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because people didn't like T.O., they basically didn't let him in for a few years because they didn't like him. Even though if you look at Terrell Owens' numbers and the Hall of Fame should be judged on your production and your time in the leagues that we speak of, Terrell Owens, I believe, is behind only Jerry Rice and Randy Moss in terms of receiving touchdowns i mean there there's the case right there it shouldn't be any other thing and in baseball is worse because baseball i believe it's voted on by writers the baseball writers and if the writers have any biases or any vendettas towards you or if they even it even goes as far as if they believe if nothing was proven if they believe that you use performance enhancing substances they'll keep you out now players like sammy sosa and mark mcguire have been proven of course of course they can't get in because they've been proven to have used these substances alex rodriguez as well but other players even if they think that you um use performance enhancing substances they'll keep you out they will keep you out or if they didn't like you as a guy as a player they'll keep you out any reason to keep you out they will um, so it's just a more strict guidelines into how they let their players into their Hall of Fames. But the NBA is different. The NBA is if you are a great player, if you had impact on the game, if you um, did things of substance, if you broke barriers, they will let you in to their Hall of Fame. And I really like that. It's so hard to become an NBA player. Right. It's the the least positions. I mean, the least um, players on the on the floor. Them them in hockey, five five on five. The benches. The total roster of an NBA team is about fifteen players, and there's thirty teams. So you do the math. It's less than, you know what I'm saying. Uh, let's do the math on that real quick. What is fifteen times thirty? Where's my calculator? Let's see here. Fifteen times thirty. 450 so there are only 450 active nba players at this present time right if you take football football has a 53 man roster and there's 30 teams so 53 times 30 is 1590 so just by comparison right it's like the chances of you becoming an nba player 
or the chances of you becoming an NFL player is completely different because it's just less positions available. So the NBA says, listen, if you had an impact on this game, regardless of if you won championships um, or however else that greatness is measured, we will let you in if you had a significant impact. So I like to see that. I like to see that, man. So um, congratulations to all the inductees. Uh, I'm going to read you the whole list here of people inducted. Of course, it's led by the late, great Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Kevin Garnett, Tamika Catchins of the WNBA, Tim Duncan. Uh, the coaches are Kim Mulkey. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, Rudy Tomjanovitz, and Patrick Bauman gets in as an executive. So congratulations again to all the Hall of Fame inductees. Um especially the headliners, Tim, Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace again. Uh, and what a tremendous honor, man. What a tremendous honor for them. I'm so happy to see players that I physically watched be great, dominate, be elite leaders, winners, get their just due. I would have loved to see Chris Bosh get in, um, maybe, but I'm sure he will. Um you know, Chris Bosh, unfortunately, had his career cut short due to blood clots. He had to stop playing, um, you know, because his health was at risk. Um, other players like Michael Finley, I'd love to see get in. I'd love to see Chauncey Billups get in. I'd love to see Rasheed Wallace get in. Ball don't lie. You know, I'd love to see those guys. But I know that they will because the NBA usually does the right thing. Um, I know they'll get in eventually. But, um, you know, again, congratulations to all the people inducted. And uh, I look forward to watching the speech, man. I, I don't now again because I did not watch the Kobe Bryant memorial. I don't know if Vanessa Bryant has to do his Hall of Fame speech. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it. That might be just too much for me. Again, I couldn't even watch the memorial, so I don't know if I'll be able to watch the if Vanessa Bryant has to get on the stage again and deliver Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame speech. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Um, but again, congratulations to them and much love and respect to them and for their careers and their impact on this game. Staying in our sports lane, I want to talk a little bit briefly about Chris Broussard. And I'm so mad that I did not see this earlier. I would have talked about it earlier. It's really stupid, though. Um, so I could talk about it now. Um, Chris Broussard uh, is a sports analyst. He works now for Fox Sports 1 and for Fox Sports Radio. And he does a lot of uh, he's mainly involved in the NBA. He used to work for the New York Times as a writer, he used to work for ESPN, the magazine. And he used to do appearances on like SportsCenter and NBA Countdown and First Take and just do basketball like he was he's basketball. Like that's his his lane. Like he is primarily featured on the networks doing basketball coverage. Um, he's a southern guy. He's he, he talks like this, like. He has a southern accent when he talks, um, and he's usually, you know, doing basketball stuff. So, along with, <clears throat> along with like uh, other people who just should not be involved in music, like Jeremy Renner, um, Chris Broussard <laughs> decided to to bless the streets with his freestyle. Um, he was inspired by another commentator i believe is chris haynes chris haynes does work um for i think he does work for fox as well and i think he does work for 
Like he's a beat writer for the uh, Golden State Warriors. And <laughs> and I, I don't know what was that. He, he, I guess he thought this was hot fire. Let me play this clip for you. Chris Broussard is in his house. Again, quarantine, quarantine streets. And he decides to drop a freestyle. Um, <laughs> he decides to drop a freestyle showcasing his lyrical, miracle, spiritual, criminal, individual capabilities. And it is something that you need to hear. This is Chris Broussard rapping. Yo, shout out to my man, Chris Haynes, for inspiring these bars. Yo, you came correct, bro. It's my turn. I got that old school flow. Love bug, Starsky flow. Melly Mel flow. LL flow. Run flow. KRS-One flow. Cool Modi, better yet, Eric B and Rakim. Slim with the tilted brim like Snoop. I usually talk about alley-oops, but since they ain't playing, it's back to Mike slaying. Plus, you know I'm praying. Let me stop the and tell you about the odd couple, me and Rob Parker. I kicks the logic. He's the fire starter. It makes for a good team, kind of like a dream. You got to tune in from 7 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. You don't want to miss it. iHeartRadio app, to be specific. Sirius XM Channel 83, Fox Sports Radio. Yo, I got to go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Why is every, why is everyone in these quarantine fucking streets trying to rap, trying to make music? Shut up and sit down somewhere. Pick up a book, get a hobby, start drawing, like make beats or something. Why does everyone want to rap? R shut up. Like <laughs> y'all niggas is trash. Y'all niggas is fucking trash. Stop rapping. Stop. There are only a few suitable people in the sports lane who I know who can rap. Damian Lillard, Shaquille O'Neal, and I think that's it. Who actually like have made music and made successful music. Leave it to Dame. Leave it to Shaq. All you other people just shut up up please <laughs> stop with these trash ass bars eastern standard time <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> we do not need to hear your bars for the streets the streets are gonna be okay without hearing your bullshit please and you deserve this more than anyone else Chris Bussard boo this man And you also need to hear this too, Chris Broussard. Shut the fuck up. Please, I encourage all public figures out there who are not musically inclined who or who do not make their money making music, producing music, or doing anything involved with music. Stop rapping. Stop singing. Stop trying to be musically inclined if you are not. I understand we are bored. We are trying to pass our time in these quarantine streets. But please stop making this trash ass music. We do not need to hear it. We are better off not hearing it. And 
every no one will be upset that we didn't hear your bars or we didn't hear your your melodies okay please please stop with this bullshit please for the sake of the children stop and our last topic of the day um along with kobe bryant who tragically lost his life another california los angeles legend nipsey hustle last week was the one year anniversary of his tragic passing um he was only i believe 30 30 years old 32 years old or something um gone but not forgotten and um you know last week was the anniversary of his of his tragic tragic death and um you know um it's 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 hard to talk about you know i i really didn't want to because it's, it's, you know, it's been a year, but it's still difficult to talk about when you think about someone who dedicated his life to trying to better us as people, trying to better his community, trying to better the people around him, show love, nothing but love and support to be tragically killed. As you know, he was gunned down outside of his own store um, by, um, uh, um, what was his name? Eric Holder, I believe his name was. And... Um, you know, it was difficult. A lot of there was a lot of touching tributes, a lot of touching words out there for for Nipsey. Um, we you know we just all knew what he stood for. We all knew what he was about. We all listened and loved to hear him rap, but not only rap, but speak. He was a very, very gifted speaker. He was a very um, intelligent, intelligent man. He knew the the value and impact of things like ownership he knew the value and impact of things like unity about um bringing people together stopping gang violence stopping black on black violence stopping crime he would he would open up uh resources and opportunities for people who were troubled he would give people jobs at his clothing store he would um help with food drives and clothing drives and put all of his motivation and all of his inspiring words in his music and we lost a great person and to nipsey and his family we love him just as much as you we miss him rest in peace to him um but just to take his words to heart the marathon continues and we will continue to elevate and grow and be more impactful in society and not leave each other behind and continue to um, just l- live live out the, the preachings that he gave us um, in his short time on this planet. And again, we love him. We miss him. Rest in peace. Prayers, love, and condolences to him, to his family, his loved ones, um, his friends, his close friends, and not these people out here trying to cap and act like they were his best friends and they knew they weren't just for the clout i'm not talking about y'all i'm talking about his real friends his family his loved ones we love him we miss him rest in peace um and the marathon continues man the marathon continues he is very inspirational he has inspired me to be uh entrepreneur and to start my own businesses and do things the right way and don't let anyone take the things that i've busted my ass and worked so hard for he is one of the people who had, who really inspired me to do that um, just because of the way the way I understood the things that he would say and the, how articulate he was and um, the way that he spoke and how he not only lit, he not only spoke it, he lived it. 
he talked about ownership he showed you that he was an owner an entrepreneur he talked about unity he worked every day to bring people together to unite people he talked about leadership he was a proven leader like everything that he spoke he lived and i truly truly respect him it's a great loss not only in music but just in humanity and we love him and we miss him and rest in peace to the man the legend nipsey hustle and that will wrap it up episode number nine of the bronx bias podcast is in the books i am your host once again my name is denzel thank you guys for listening thank you guys for taking the time out um to just give me a listen i hope that you enjoyed what you heard today um follow me on the social media platforms instagram and twitter is the best way to get in contact with me um Again, with this coronavirus, please uh, follow all of the CDC guidelines. Practice your social distancing. Please stay safe. Protect your family, friends, and loved ones. Offer a helping hand, if you can, to people in need. And we will get through this together because we always, always do. Um, take this time to... Um, don't, don't look at this time as, I can't do what I want to do. I can't go outside. Use this time to... Focus on your craft to um, get a new hobby, to learn something new, to read, to um, get it more close with your family members, to have great conversations with your friends. Use this time wisely and it'll go by in a blink of an eye. Honestly, don't think about how you just can't do things. Think about what you can do in this time that everything has stood still. And again, um, major appreciation and love to all the essential workers out there busting their ass doing what they got to do, offering their goods and services for us. Um, it's truly, truly appreciated. I'm going to fade you guys out with a great song from my man Nipsey Hussle. It's called Loaded Bases off the album Victory Lab. If you want to download and stream or however you consume music, this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast episode number nine. We out. Loaded Bases, that's my motivation. Nigga feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018 motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple niggas every generation. I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code matrix. And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language. Reminds niggas that they strength and all the stolen greatness. We used to shoot at niggas out the mobile station. Full circle, mobile motivation. Self-educated through negotiations Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait me No 10 on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration Two kilos on my neck like the fucking 80s West side slots and have no my demonstration Born and raised, y'all affiliated It's really greatness Riding around like I really made it Loaded bases, I'm going Willie Mason Yeah Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'ma make it home I was sitting on my link and I start thinking Nigga ain't gonna make a hundred mil off in these streets. More than likely, I'm gonna end up in somebody's precinct. 
even worse. Worse than cares front the church, laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it. I ain't just out here for my health with it. I wait the risk of the board and sink the scale tipping. Let's all get on one accord and take the world, niggas. Take the money, take the power, and the girls with us. Can't buy that bullshit that they sell, niggas. They bring the drug heads to jail, niggas. Look all these ways they derail, niggas. That's why I respect me to the utmost when you see me, that's how I feel, nigga. Cause I ain't fail, niggas. I seen it coming, did not tell, niggas. Different lanes, same passion for the male, niggas. Switch lanes, all black, two glass sellers. V12, too fast, nigga. Gone. Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one. Swinging for the fences for the home run. Even further beyond into the universe. But I've got to make it to first, first. It feels like every second's being stolen. I risk it for every ticket we sold them. You got the ball, I'ma take it home. Bottom line, I'm gonna make it.